It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Good morning and welcome in to Cougar Corner presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, get back in the game with the doctors and staff at TOA, online at TOA.com. We have uh, Hannah Jones joining us this morning, MTCS girls basketball coach. The uh, girls in the state tournament, uh, first time in school history here in D2. Coach, congratulations. Thank you so much. It's very exciting. I, I would assume so. Now, tell me, how do you get to North Point High? How do we get to North Point? <laughs> well, it's in South Haven, Mississippi, just across the Memphis-Tennessee uh, border. We actually came up Thursday night, spent the night, um, and then woke up, uh, did a did kind of like different pregame stuff, and went and shot around at Harding Academy, and then we just kind of took our time getting to the gym, and 6 p.m. tip-off, there we go. Man, uh, uh, that those long road trips and and all the they can be fun, and then all the extra things that go along with it. Uh, so, but uh, you all have had some practice with those long trips this year. Yeah, I mean, our journey in this state tournament has been. We took the long way. We went east first to Notre Dame, and then we had to go west to North Point. So it'll be nice to be an hour away in Cookville now. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's 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 funny that that is is the closest uh, here. But uh, talk to me a little bit about about this journey because you know you had three of the teams, including yourself, Webb, and PCA, playing in the state's final eight. Uh, that's just a testament to the tough district that you're in. Yeah, we definitely have. A very strong district. Webb, obviously, um, undefeated in the district and went undefeated in the region. And then PCA, uh, they got us in the semifinals of district, which ended up locking us in at third. Um, went to region, and we got to play that seed. Because of the third seed, we ended up facing Webb again. So we've played both of those teams, what was it, three times now? Um and it's just tough. We were the ones who ended up in third, and so our girls just really had to handle adversity with being third um, and learning and growing from those games, and that just put us on the road to travel. So just a little more adversity, a little more challenges, which I think only makes us better at the end heading into the state tournament. I think it's to our advantage now, the fact that we took that journey. Well, uh, I was going to ask you about that because you are a part of the state's Final Four, and, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter the journey necessarily as much. Yeah, it could have been easier to be a two-seed and be at home, but maybe not. I mean, it's, it's kind of your, your destiny so far. Right, right. And I think the girls, it's just be where your feet are at the time and learn and try to make new mistakes. And I think they definitely have taken that head on. Our four seniors are all locked in. Um the girls are just, they're having a blast with each other. I think that peaking at the right time and, like, last night, example, we're, we have, me peaking means it's we turned into a player-led team. The coach, I'm not, like, good teams are coach-led, great teams are player-led. I wholeheartedly believe that. And last night in the game, the girls were talking their own matchups. Like, I give them matchups at the beginning of the game. 
they were talking their own matchups. They were pushing the ball in transition, talking to each other, finding each other all on their own. It was player-led, and I was like, this is the time for us to become player-led. So I am very excited about where these girls are and mentally, and it's just the confidence I love right now. And and shooting the ball well, and that that confidence has to bleed mm-hmm. over into that uh, as well. I think you had uh, in, in last night's 61-39 win over North Point uh, a season high from the arc. Yeah, we hit 13 threes. We uh, hit nine in the first half. You would take that every night, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that was that's not typically a game plan you go with, like live and die by the arc, but I knew, so North Point is a very well-coached, very disciplined, very mature team. They have a lot of seniors, and a lot of them have been playing with that coach their entire career and even since eighth grade. So they know each other very, very well, and they do what they do very, very well. So I knew if he was going to do a scouting report defense that, you know what, look at the percentages. So we have players who don't consistently make threes. I told everybody, you all have the green light. And that's what we focused on the past two days, like, getting your feet set, hands ready, which we've done all year, but they're not always, like, they would probably prefer to pass the ball. My girls are, <laughs> they're not selfish. And so, like, you guys just got to be ready to catch and shoot. Even if you miss it, our, we have great offensive rebounders. That's a strength of ours, and that's basically assist from you. So think of it like that. You're helping the team by being shot ready. And we were, and we knocked it down, and we executed. So I was all about it. And – you know, when when the first few fall and it just kind of feeds and, and confidence builds. And, uh, I mean, you, you were taking on a pretty veteran team in North Point. Yeah. I mean, we went 50% in the first quarter. We, we shot 10 threes in the first quarter, if I'm counting this right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And we hit five of them. Jay started – Jalen Banks started out. She hit two. Anna Clay hit one. Sarah Wisnowski hit one. And Reagan Atkinson hit one. And on the scouting report – Jalen is a driver first, and so that's what they played it. I think they literally, she heard the coach say at one point, and they had a player close out closer to her, and they said, no, 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 back up, she's a driver. And then she looked and just sank it, and I was like, this is it. She's in the zone. It was awesome. She wound up with uh, 17, Anna Clay uh, with 15, Sydney Cooper mm-hmm. with 12 uh, last yep. night. Sarah Wisnowski had six, Reagan Atkinson five, Autumn Davis four, <laughs> Ellie Shirley and uh, Lindsay Wisnowski with uh, uh, free throws there. So yeah. uh, you got a lot of contribution last night. We definitely did. They, I mean, everybody was getting touches. Sydney came in huge for us with offensive rebounds. I haven't um, – statted those yet I was going to wait for the huddle assist to come back one of my players actually did those but she was always I feel like that was just that's a dagger when you are shooting you have to box, like if you're going to force a team to shoot you have to box out and Sid just came flying in um I think a lot of us really really worked hard on the board so that was big for us and you went to the free throw line quite a bit last night too I think we only went 11 times ah. I don't think that's a lot no. The other team went to the line 19. Okay. I, I knew somebody went to the line quite a bit, and it, it happened to be North Point then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, a big win. I did want to kind of talk a little bit uh, more about the journey to to get here because it, I, I think if you follow Division One and Division Two. Everything you all do is like a a week to ten days earlier than than the Division One schools, and so here we are talking about state tournament this week. Um, 
you don't get any more time during the season either. So that's a challenge. Uh, I mean, you start at the same time everyone starts, but you're also playing deeper into the tournament a week to 10 days earlier. So that has to be a challenge and all those games kind of grouped up together, but maybe that's part of your journey here that made it um, a little easier to deal with tournament time. What are your thoughts about that? I mean, we have less teams. It's just, this is just basketball season. This is the division we're in and this is the way TFFSAA set it up. So we're going to take it head on and go for it. Whatever our cards are dealt, we're going to go for it. We have uh, joining us this morning, Hannah Jones, the head coach of the uh, MTCS Lady Cougars. Um, Another thing that that I I wanted to mention here, so uh, I've had a few questions about who does MTCS play and what are the times, and we we know when you play because when they reseed the state's Final Four, you wouldn't play Webb in, in the semifinals. So you have to be in opposite brackets, and that only leaves the other two teams. So all of that is is situated. You're, you're going to play CAK. You just don't know which time on Friday, right? Well, I don't think that's determined yet. We haven't gotten anything from the TSSAA yet. So still TBD who we play and when we play. Oh, okay. I have not received anything. Our AD, Piercy, has not received anything. Um, the, I think someone tweeted out, but it was Division Two single A. It wasn't it wasn't from the TSSAA directly. So right. can't officially say one way or another. So what, do you have any um, idea on when you're going to find that out from the TSSAA? Hopefully by Monday. Hopefully by today. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're chomping at the bit to get started on uh, get that scouting report done for the next opponent. <laughs> Always, but I am uh, – the girls, like, I'm just soaking up this um, – just last night we had such a great crowd last night and we had a pet bus come like the mpcs community came all the way out to memphis to support us so i just want to soak in that and make sure the girls just like be we're all thankful that we've got to gotten to this point and the community has really really supported us um so we're just thankful to be here well, I, I did want to ask you about that because I got your game recap uh, from last night and I saw the picture and knowing that it was, you know, in South Haven, Mississippi and, and to see the picture with the good crowd and the and the fat heads yeah. and all, you know, yeah. it, it had to be really cool to, to have such a good contingent of uh, orange and white coming out to Memphis. They held their own. And North Point, I mean, they have a fantastic um, atmosphere their pet band was awesome. Their student section was awesome. Our two student sections went back and forth. It was actually Jalen's birthday yesterday as well. So our student section, when she was shooting free throws, saying happy birthday to her, that was a highlight for me. So just the atmosphere, the love, the support is unmatched. And this is just great high school basketball time. I did want to ask you uh, about Jalen because um, – and, and I may be wrong about this, but was she named the, the district MVP – she was. You're correct. Awesome. Well, I, I know you have to be uh, proud for her to get that honor as well. Yeah, and she made the region all-tournament team as well. So, uh, you know, the, the postseason uh, accolades uh, are, are nice, but I'm sure she would be the first to say uh, her goal is not an individual goal. She want, like she and, and the whole team, they just want to keep playing together. That's the goal. They love the game. Um, and I think that they're at a great place where the, like making mistakes doesn't phase them as much as, you know, like high school girls, it's, it's tough when you make a mistake, you want to do everything correct. And 
I think they're really buying into, you know what, hey, I messed that up, that's my bad, and they're moving on. It's the next play attitude. And so I'm excited for these girls. If they keep just this type of journey, this type of work, and being in those that type of mindset, they're going to achieve whatever goals they want. You know, as you talk and, and you mention, you know, that it was it's cool to see you know, the girls giving their matchups and talking with each other. I mean, there's been a lot of growing up that, that they had mm-hmm. to do this year in within the season, new coach, get to know you, and, and, and all of mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So you've, you've dealt with a lot of team building on this season as well on this journey. Yeah, we definitely focused on in preseason getting to know each other. We did a lot of um, team building activities. We did some – I know it's kind of cheesy, but personality tests, I love to know what the girls, like, uh, just who they are, how they think, how they need information, how they like to be praised, how they like to be criticized, how they like to be given coaching. Every, like, I think every player is different, and as long as they understand the why and they know they are loved, they are going to buy in. Yeah, it takes a little more time. It takes a little more effort, and it's definitely, like, my goal is to make them player-led. They need to be able to stand on their own two feet and understand who they are in within their team. That way, I mean, I can't – they may not be able to hear me on the court. I'm not playing. They are. So the fact that they've learned and they've grown, yes, there's been a lot of adversity, but that's life. You're always going to have adversity. And so this is fantastic for them um, just to learn from and springboard off into wherever they go after high school. MTCS has had a history of some really good uh, girls' basketball teams, but has it sunk in yet that – you're in the state tournament, the state's final four, and, and this is something that even in the long history uh, of MTCS hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah, it's sunk in. I, <laughs> I think it sunk in last night when we came out of the locker room and everybody was there screaming and yelling still, just cheering for our girls as we all came out. I mean, that's, that's the feeling you want, that love, that support. Um, Wins are great, but the way these girls are doing it is even greater. So we're really, we're, it's sunk in, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, had to be a fun bus ride home, too. Yeah. They all, we all made it back safe. <laughs> well, uh, what the only things that we know for sure is that uh, you'll be playing someone at some time on yep. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Correct. Let's go TWSAA. Have faith in you guys. <laughs> well, we'll get that figured out, and as and as soon as we know, we'll be sure to tell everybody. So, uh, Coach, just wanted to say congratulations and uh, good luck here. Uh, uh, another couple of games, and um, hopefully you'll be uh, um, even more excited. Let's go with that uh, after this <laughs> next week. I think it'll be hard, but we will just – whatever is next, we're ready for it. Coach, uh, thanks for, for getting up this morning after a long trip and a, and a long uh, uh, venture down to uh, Mississippi to uh, join us this morning, and uh, good luck next week. Thank you so much. That is Hannah Jones joining us here on MTCS Cougar Corner. Our Cougar Corner conversation continues in just a few. A couple of years ago, I had the chance to uh, catch up with strength coach Jason Spray, and uh, it was such a great interview. thought we would uh, bring that back out for you and let you get to know the uh, strength coach at Middle Tennessee Christian School. That's next as we continue MTCS Cougar Corner, presented by TOA. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan France Concrete. 
Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rutherford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Dan France Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranceconcrete.com online to see some of their work. And we're going to be heading over to talk with Tim Sutter over at Middle Tennessee Electric. What is Green Switch 100? Green Switch 100 is a new option when it comes to a renewables energy program. We developed Green Switch 100 to be able to give members a low-cost option to source 100% of their energy needs through renewables. Tim Sutter visiting with us, Middle Tennessee Electric. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter. Fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Online at TOA.com. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Welcome back in as we continue here on Cougar Corner from News Radio WGNS. Uh, strength coach Jason Spray joining us. We're going to talk about a lot of things uh, with Coach Spray. Uh, coach, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. How you doing, man? Hey, doing great. Let's let's refresh everybody's memory about where you have been. Of course, you spent uh, a lot of time over at the uh, the, the um, Floyd Stadium and Murphy Center and all that kind of thing. Uh, spent a lot of time over at MTSU back in the day. Yeah, I did. I was there um, as a coach from uh, 2002, um, and I resigned in January of 18. So what is that, 15, 16 years, I think? Yeah, and you're a young man. Uh, yeah, I'm 41 years old. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get age a little bit, you know, because <laughs> I, I, I played before that. You know, I think I, my last year playing Oakland High School was, uh, see, I graduated from Oakland High School in 97 and um, went over and um uh, I had to set out a year due to Prop 48 at MTSU, um, and my first year playing was 1999. So, I mean, yeah, I was there for a long time. You know, uh, a, a lot of people may not have even known that about uh, Oakland for you, but uh, Murfreesboro is, is, is home, and uh, ha- have there ever been any thoughts about, you know, what else is outside of Rutherford County for you? Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, we've had a lot of opportunities to leave over the years. Um you know, but my wife, you know, she was, you know, she, she's educated and she played volleyball at MTSU and uh, she has her MBA and, um, you know, she right now, I mean, she's a vice president at uh, the Nashville airport. And, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, college athletics can, it can be a brutal career. And, you know, I just, there was, there was offers, but I just did not feel like they were good enough to, to uproot my family and throw away kind of everything that we had built here to go there, you know. And, um, I, again, you know, a lot of coaches coach out of fear. I never did just because, you know, again, my wife, is she's successful. And I think there's a peace of mind at that, you know, when, when you know your partner is out working and grinding as well, um, you know. And I just didn't want to uproot my family. And, you know, Murfreesboro is just home to me. And, you know, if – if you know if it was a generational changing money, then yes, I would have went. But you know, to me, you know, just leaving for a parallel job, you know, I mean, why leave your alma mater? And you know, I worked for Coach Stock, I worked for Coach Kermit, and I loved those guys. And 
So to me, it just was MTSU was always home, and Rutherford County was always home for me. But the the grind of it with the family, uh, I'm sure that was the biggest part in in your decision to uh, look at the high school ranks. It was, I you know, I knew um, me and my wife had spoke on it um, going into that year. Um, so uh, that's been the 2017 year. Um, I, I knew from the beginning of that year that that was probably going to be my last. Um, it's just that you know my kids were starting to you know grow up a little bit and. You know, there was a day I, I was—I just missed out on a lot. You know, there was, um, you know, because as a strength coach, you only get off. I mean, the third week in May, and you're pretty much on for the rest of the year uh, if you're doing your job the right way. And you know, I, you know, with guys there, you know, you have a guy like Brent Stockstill who's calling you during spring break, and he's like, "Coach, let's get it in." You're not going to tell him no. You know, <laughs> I mean, that kid's in there grinding. He's working. You know, yeah. he wants to get better. You know, and, and I just. You know, it, it, to me, it was just time for me to step away from it and, you know, try to find something a little bit more family-friendly because, I, you know, my boys right now, they're playing football, they're playing basketball, they're playing baseball, you know, and I, I wanted to be there for that. And, you know, and I always heard some of the older coaches say, if I could go back and do one thing over again, it would be I'd be a better dad or I'd, I would spend more time with my kids. And, you know, anybody that has kids, I mean, you see how fast that childhood goes. I mean, mine now are – they're eight and eight and six, you know, and uh, we were just talking about that this morning. Like, man, you know, the time's just flying by, and you know, I I didn't want to miss that, you know, and I just I still love coaching, um, but you know, I I love my kids more, and I, I want to be there for them, and you know, and my wife, you know, she always took a little bit of a back, you know, seat for my career because somebody had to be there to pick up the kids and take them to school and get them to practice or whatever they had, and. You know, I, I, it's just my time. I wanted to do some of that, you know, and um, it was hard. You know, when I went in there to tell Coach Stock, he had no idea. Um, you know, and I, after the bowl game, we beat Arkansas State, and, you know, I just went in, and, you know, it was just me and him up there, and it was hard. Um, it wasn't easy by any means because that man had done so much for me, um, but it was just time for me to, to walk away. Well, I- I know that you build relationships. I mean, you're you're not somewhere for all the years you were at MTSU without building relationships. And the good thing about that is being in the same town, you 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 still can maintain those relationships outside of the workplace. Absolutely. And again, that's the thing where when you get up and just move from place to place and you're always going somewhere different, you lose out on some of those relationships with people in your community. Yeah. You know, and you know, these, these coaches get fired and they have nowhere to go and they end up running right back to where they started, you know. And to me, it was just a good place. And, and you know, Coach Stock, you know, one thing he would always tell me, you know, and I know some of his recruiting pitch, but, you know, sometimes bigger isn't always better, you know. And I, I, I truly do know that. You know, there's times I know strength coaches who, I mean, they don't even get that week off at May. I mean, they're there all year long, seven days a week. And, you know, I just, again, man, I, this is my home and, you know, again, I went to Oakland High School, and, you know, I, I know a lot of people in this community. And, you know, I try to tell some of these younger kids this now is if you take care of your community, your community will take care of you. And uh, that's one thing I can say is this community is always taking care of me. Jason Spray with us on MTCS Cougar Corner, the uh, strength and conditioning coach. And uh, I know after the, uh, the the time at MTSU, you briefly went to, to Nashville. But again, I, I, it kind of looks to me that, that family was a big thing there because, boy, MTCS gives you an opportunity to be with your kids and, and not have to drive to Nashville, which nobody wants to do. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> so, you know, my wife, you know, she's always commuted, right? Yeah. And uh, when I told her, so, you know, when I, when I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, you know, I, I, I'm thankful. I just didn't, I just know I had to get out of coaching, you know, and I, I needed to do something. And Tate Matthews, man, that's my guy. You know, he hired me. I worked with him for a couple months just in some sales and driving around. And, you know, it was really cool just to kind of take a step back from coaching. But I could tell that I missed it, you know. And I'll be honest with you, I, when I left MTSU, in my mind, I was never going to coach again. I was like, I- I'm just done with it. And I'll never forget, and I always tell him this, so Kevin Byard called me. And he's like, Coach, we're still getting it in this spring. You know, and I was like, yeah, man, I don't know, man. Like, I'm – you know, kind of doing this now, this and that, and you know, he he laid it on like, hey, you're my dude. We can't, we got it, we got to train. Like, we got to. Like, I trust you. And I was like, okay, I got you. You know, and 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 so, um, Coach Perry up at Mount Juliet. You know, I went in and sold him a couple things, and they had a they had a beautiful facility. I was like, hey, do you mind if I train? You know, KB up here, and he said, absolutely, man. You whatever you want. And then Logan Ryan came, and next thing I know, the whole secondary came, and like the juices inside of me started flowing again. And I was like, man, okay, I miss coaching. Yeah. And Jeremy Garrett, at, you know, he, he got the job at Innsworth, and I didn't know Jeremy from anybody. You know, um, my buddy Paul Jackson, who's the head strength coach at Ole Miss, texted me and said, hey, you know, are you interested in coaching, you know, being a strength coach at high school? And I was like, well, I'm, I'm open to talk about it. You know, and I was in talks with the Titans for an assistant strength coach job. And, you know, but I was worried if I jumped right back into that, and I, you know, the reason why I got out, I'm kind of going right back to it. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Garrett at Innsworth was like, no, nah, man, come on, come down here and check it out, you know, family-friendly, blah, 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 which it was. JG was amazing. But that hour and ten-minute commute each way every day just wore on me. And there were still days that my kids were sitting in, um, you know, after-school care till five thirty, six o'clock, and that's not what I wanted. So, you know, I, I realized pretty quick, you know, I – Honestly, me and Dr. Sane probably were on the phone about a year ago this time right now. And I was like, look, you know, if you have a spot available, I'll come back to Murfreesboro and I'll, I'll, you know, bust my tail for you and try to get that thing going. And so I was lucky and he, you know, they were, I was fortunate enough to get a spot here. Yeah. Well, let's uh, take a quick break here on Cougar Corner and come back and uh, continue our conversation. We've got uh, Jason Spray joining us, MTCS strength and conditioning coach here on Cougar Corner. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. Man, I think it's a definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School. 
training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teach Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter. Fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Welcome back in as we continue here on Cougar Corner from News Radio WGNS. Uh, Jason Spray joining us, and uh, Coach has been talking about what led him to uh, MTCS. Those conversations with Mr. Sane, um, I'm sure, uh, were were interesting in the fact that it just seemed like it fit like a glove. I, I don't. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but uh, tell me about that experience and and how you finally came to that decision to join the Cougars. Well, you know, his, the thing he told me was there's nothing like walking your kid to class every single morning. And, I, you know, I was like, wow, that is pretty cool, you know. And now doing it for just, you know, a couple months now has been, I mean, awesome. Every morning, my kids, we, we get up, we make breakfast, you know, we, we get their lunch together, we talk, you know. They pick and fight with each other, but we get in the car, we ride to school together. Um, you know, I get in the office and. I kind of just do a couple little things, check a couple emails for about 15, 20 minutes. They just run in the gym and play. I yell out the door, and we just walk them to class, and I see their teacher every morning. And, you know, I, I will say this, man. This place to me is a hidden gym. Um, the teachers here are amazing. They care. Um, you know, I, I just – my kids have not had a bad day here yet. And, you know, Dr. Sane, you know, he firmly believes in the product that they're producing here from an educational standpoint. and you know, we're trying now to grow this thing athletically. And, um, I mean, it's been a really, really good, you know, couple months here. Well, here's here, kind of the, the thing about what I see as, as, as a, a difference. And this is the case in a lot of our local schools. But, you know, sports is, um, I guess, a conduit to help the child or kid athlete overall it's it's not just about the athletics and the sport and and i'm sure that's you know college is kind of a business i know there's school involved and especially the pros but it's got to be different from that aspect and i'm sure you're seeing that especially with your kids there absolutely like one thing i will say this so this is a you know a k through 12 school right I will say the high school kids are amazing with the little ones. I mean, they're so personable. You know, you got, I know some schools you'd worry about bullying and that kind of thing, but these kids know my kids on a personal basis. I mean, my kids high-five them every day. They look up to them. And, you know, that's just really cool to me that when my kids, you know, at the end of the day at 3 o'clock every day, all the coaches' kids are walked over here to the athletic building. And when they come through the hallways – the high school kids are like, what up, Jackson? What up, J2? And high-fiving them. And, you know, they high-five them, and they want to go watch them play, you know, and watch them practice. And so, you know, I have an after-school group from 3 to 4 or 3 to four fifteen, and my kids are in the gym watching those kids practice, you know. And there's, n- there's no better teacher than watching with your own eyes. And, 
you know, it's just been really cool. And, I mean, again, my kids have not had a bad day yet. As you, um, I guess, put your fingerprints on this uh, strength and conditioning at MTCS, it's building a new program, too. I'm sure that that challenge for you had to be exciting. It is. Uh, you know, one of the things that they allowed us to do when I came in was the weight room had to have a facelift. It just did. It, I wanted to make sure these kids had a place to come to every day that they would be proud of. Um, because, you know, if, if it doesn't look good, if it doesn't have some new shiny toys in it, then they're not going to be excited to come work out. And, you know, we, we was able to fundraise and, and, and put $50,000 plus into this room. We painted it. We've got brand new equipment, brand new bars, brand new plates, dumbbells. Uh, a TV up on the wall, sound system, uh, signage on the walls. Like, it's really been amazing. And, you know, coming in, you know, football has already started. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't want to – rock the boat's the wrong word. I just wanted to make sure to just kind of fill in, you know, because, like, those guys were already, like, in their mode of playing, you know. And one of the things that Dr. saying, you know, and Coach Carver and Coach Piercy is and – and, and Mr. Tiller we've worked hard on is trying to get these kids – their workouts in throughout the school day. That was one thing that I took away from Innsworth. Those guys, their, their, their sport team's workouts were already embedded into their school schedule. So right now, this year, you know, we got a late start on it, but we've got about 90% of our kids that are able to get their workout in between 8 and 3. What that allows them to do is when school is over, now they've already gotten their workout in, they can go directly to their sport coach, all right, or go directly to practice. Get that in and get home at a decent hour so they can still be a kid, get their homework done, and that allows our coaches now to be able to get home an hour earlier than what they would have been if they weren't able to get over here to 3.30, 4 o'clock, then they get their workout, then they go to practice. So what it's done is keeping everybody fresh and allowing everybody to get home at a reasonable hour. Jason Spray with us, MTCS uh, strength and conditioning uh, coach. And, you know, I think maybe some people who are uh, maybe just avid fans, um, maybe listening into the program today, don't really even understand what strength and conditioning um, really is in, in, in terms of what you do. But I know the coaches do, <laughs> and it really changes – the the team's makeup in terms of physically um tell us a little bit about it give us a little 101 of of what it means to have a strength and conditioning program so i mean you're just looking at the overall development of your kids right you know there's that you get them in and i mean just from a confidence standpoint because they know they're in there they see their body starting to change you know and I mean, a lot of times, like, you know, you see Oakland. I mean, those kids, they work out for four years, and then when they leave, college, when leave high school, they're college-ready when they go. And that's what we're trying to do for these kids. You know, when we get them in a four-year program, or actually even our seventh period is our sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. So we're trying to get those kids in here, get them developed. And, again, we have them on either a two-day, three-day, or four-day rotation right now depending on your sport, you know. So um, when we actually have a fishing program, a, a, a trap shooting program, like those kids only come in twice a week, golf twice a week. But, you know, like our collision sports, you know, high-impact sports like baseball, basketball, football, we have them from three to four days a week. And so think about that. Over a four-year career, if you're lifting three to four days a week and in the summer um, where a lot of these kids would just go off for two months and to come back and, 
just kind of piddle around in the room a little bit, they're going to see their bodies change. So if you can put 30 pounds, 40 pounds on a kid over the course of four years, that's a totally different athlete um, at the end of his career. You know, and so that's what we're trying to do is get those kids in here, try to instill a work ethic. Because, again, it's not perfect right now. Like, these kids have never done this, especially the older ones. So it is a culture shock for them because they're having to come in here three and four days a week. But the younger ones will never know any difference, and that will help those. The ones that decide to go on and play college athletics, now they will be college ready because that's what they know. They understand that's what it takes. Now, we do have some non-athletes that actually have taken the class, and I'm fine with that too because you never know who's walking the hallway. If you can put 15 pounds on that kid, if he can come help you in one of our sports. And if these kids can leave here, even if they don't play a sport, and they go on to their, they go on to college, there's going to be a college rec center. At least these kids can take away some of the things they learned with me, and they can go into those gyms, go work out, and feel confident in what they're doing. And we're going to see dividends in the strength and conditioning program two, three years down the road. This is just going to be a normal uh, part of the process, and, and, and these younger kids who are in the middle school are going to be in the high school, and it's, it's going to be part of their normal regimen. And uh, to me, it's, it's going to take the MTCS athletic programs to the next level, which I'm sure is what everybody, every coach there wants to do. Yes, and so, you know, again, with football, you know, we really didn't get to get our hands on them as much this year. It just, it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm not going to rock the boat and that kind of thing, right? But with, with baseball, like, I mean, J, J.D. McCracken has put on 25 pounds since August. You know, I mean, that kid is a stud. Adam Jamison has put on 20 pounds since August. You know, so, you know, our basketball kids who play, their crossovers, they play basketball and baseball. I mean, a lot of those kids have put on a lot of weight. You know, they're, they're starting to push weight in the, in the weight room. Like, I'm not going to lie. I mean, my first couple of days here, you know, it was a culture shock for me. I mean, I've never seen kids this week that stiff, you know. And, and so I've had to scale back a little bit. But now, after three or four months, we're starting to work. You're starting to see it because those kids have bought in, and they are in here three or four days a week. Now they're starting to develop. Now they're starting to push some weight. Now they're starting to have confidence, and that's where we have to get to. Again, I, as I told you know, Dr. Sane and Mr. Tiller when they hired me, you know, I'm not Peter Pan. I can't come in here and I can't sprinkle pixie dust on these kids, and all of a sudden they're going to look like Kevin Byard. I can't do that. But Kevin Byard didn't look like Kevin Byard either when we first started working in, at MTSU. He came in at 185 pounds and left out at 230 pounds. So it takes time, but if, if with everybody buying in, everybody in here, three or four days a week, at the end of four years, we'll see what happens. And I guess when it comes down to it, in, in the end, it's how much work the individual athlete puts in to strengthen conditioning, just like it is with the X's and O's and executing in their particular sports as well. Absolutely. Like, you, this is one thing about the weight room. You, you can't cheat the grind. You can't cheat the hustle. If you work and you eat, you will grow, period. Like, yesterday – uh, I got, you know, Sunday I got to go to the Titans game and hang out with those guys, you know, and I was able to get on the field and see Charvarius Ward. And I posted something about that on uh, social media. You know, the thing about Charvarius, he was a junior college guy that, you know, Coach Ellis took a chance on. He weighed 172 pounds when he got to us in the middle. And that kid worked his butt off every single day and left out at 205 pounds and now is a starting corner in the NFL. 
Now, I'm not saying everybody's going to leave here and go be a starting corner in the NFL, but if you work your butt off and you gain 30 pounds of good lean muscle mass, gives you a lot better chance. Yeah, and this uh, it's changing a culture, uh, would you say? I mean, that's that's part of what you're doing there uh, as well. You're you're really changing what athletics at MTCS can be. Yes, like I'm trying to make it not leisure. Like it's not a rec sport, you know. Um, we're not just going over and playing intramural football or intramural baseball, basketball. Like this is like a legitimate sport. We want you – you can achieve all your goals here. And I do know that. And, and Dr. Sane and, and Jason Piercy and Coach Shambaugh and, you know, Mr. Tillay, everybody's going to put everything they have into you, but you have to put give everything you have into the team and everything into yourself to give yourself a chance as well. So this is this is a place what you're saying is no matter what type of athlete that that uh, your child may be, this is a place where you wouldn't hesitate sending your child. No, my my kids go to school here right now yeah. as we speak, yeah. and um, you know the thing is, again, I was at I was at Innsworth for a year, and I, I get it. Some people want they, you know people want a good private school education. Well, you have a you have a private school right here in the middle of Murfreesboro that you don't have to put your kid on a bus at 5.30 in the morning to drive to Nashville, and that bus doesn't come back. It doesn't leave Nashville till 6.15 or 6.30 at night, and your kid's not getting into bed till 9 o'clock. I do know that for a fact. And there's kids that do it, and I, 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 my hat's off to them. But to me, I don't see the fun in that, and I don't see where you get to be, still be a kid in that. And if you want a good private school education and you want to play in some competitive sports, you can come right here in the middle of Murfreesboro and get that done. Well, man, it was great catching up with you. Uh, I know everybody at MTCS is excited to have you uh, on staff, and and I'm sure that you have a good time uh, uh, pulling for all the sports and all these athletes and, and, and what they do. It's uh, it's a great family atmosphere at MTCS, and I, I'm, I'm glad to see you get to uh, enjoy that too. Yeah, and me too. And you know what? That was the thing that I made sure, you know, I was, I was telling Dr. Sang, like, and I wanted all the sport coaches to know, like, I know a lot of times a strength coach, you kind of look at it and they get affiliated. Ah, oh, that's just a football guy. That's just a football guy. Well, I'm not. I wanted to come in and be everybody's guy. We trained the cheerleaders, we trained the golf team, the trap team, you know, football, soccer, like you name it. Like, we're working with everybody. We're trying to make sure every coach knows that we, there's a place for them here. And, you know, Dr. Sang's worked really hard. We try to get all these kids in here next year. We hope to have 100% of our athletes uh, training within the school day. Um, we've got a great strength staff here. I've got four or five interns that do an amazing job. So, I mean, there's plenty of eyes on bodies, and we're trying to run a college-quality strength program right here at MTCS. Jason, again, uh, thanks for spending some time with us, and uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Yes, sir. I thank you very much. MTCS strength and conditioning coach Jason Spray joining us here on MTCS Cougar Corner this morning. And that is going to do it for our program. Want to thank you for being a part of it here on News Radio WGNS for uh, Coach Spray and uh, for all of our coaches this morning and our producer as well here at the uh, radio station. I'm Brian Barrett. Thank you so very much for joining us today and have a great weekend.